1: Our guest today is Rajat Jain, who is the Vice President and Global Head of Identity and Authentication Strategy at American Express. Hi, Rajat. Thank you so much for joining us on AI Today.
2: Thank you. Very excited to be here.
0: Yeah, thanks so much, and we're excited to have you. We'd like to start by having you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about your background and your current role at American Express.
2: Certainly. I've spent 20 years at American Express, 11 of which I've been doing fraud risk management. Currently, I'm responsible for identity and authentication strategy at Amex. In this role, I'm responsible for managing risk at onboarding and at all the customer touch points to prevent unauthorized access. Prior to this role, I spent several years in fraud modeling where we were building machine learning models. And as part of that role, we deployed the first machine learning model at American Express in 2014. I've spent most of my career in, in fraud risk management, partly it's just something that excites me, it yeah. allows me to deliver great service to our customers, and periodically receive a note from one of our customers thanking us for the fraud protection that we've provided them when we detected it in plants. and it's one of the most gratifying moments for me as a risk manager. And I think that that's kind of my background, that that's where we spend most of my life, just doing fraud risk management. Okay,
1: great. Well, that's that's really great insight. And obviously, we're really excited to have you on the panel that we have at the upcoming Data for AI conference. So for our listeners, that's September 14th through 18th, 2020. And it's a fully online event, of course, in these days of everything being online. And it's a really fantastic opportunity to Focus on the data side of AI, which people don't like to talk about a lot because it's not as exciting (laughs) as building machine learning models and, you know, GPUs and training and all those cool things that we do. Yeah. This is the other side, which is dealing with data, you know, gathering it, collecting it, cleaning it, labeling it, annotating it, augmenting it and doing all that sort of stuff. That's where we're going to be spending all our time focusing on for those five days at the online conference. And we are excited to have Rajat Jain on a panel focused on this data side for in the banking and finance industry. And I guess it was really great to hear that you were part of the team that put the first machine learning model into implementation back in 2014. That's six six years ago. So, you know, obviously not surprised, happy American Express customer myself. And actually, American Express is actually fairly well known for being very proactive on fraud and, you know, letting customers know when their credit cards and other things have been used in Ways that should not be allowed. So, so, so you guys do have a good reputation there, and we know that you know, as you just shared, American Express has been using advanced machine learning techniques for fraud detection for many years. So, maybe you can you share with our listeners some insights into how machine learning can be applied successfully to detect and
2: catch fraud. Of course. So, uh, typically, any financial services company of significant size will have some form learning technologies in place but not all machine learning models are created equal i'd say Amex brings three unique strengths that probably sets us apart from some of the other major networks the first component is about data because we are the card issuer as well as the merchant acquirer we have rich data across the entire payment ecosystem so from the time credit is issued to the time spendings happening to the time merchants are required to the pattern in which payments are being made all of this data is being captured and sorted internally The second component related to data is that we try to be really intelligent about how we use the data. So, for example, if you were to take something as simple as an email address, we're able to take a single email address and convert it into 50 different data points, which help us assess just the risk of one attribute, like an email address. And if you think a company of our scale and size, we have billions of such data points. The second component is the fact that we have global presence. What this allows us to do is, as you can understand, fraud trends tend to evolve. As fraud evolves from one geography to other, we're able to actually follow it along because we have global scale. That's the data part of it. The second component is the fact that we have cutting-edge modeling solutions. We're able to take this vast data asset, ingest thousands of these data points within our real-time decisioning engine to be able to separate out legitimate spend from fraudulent attempts. And this strong ability to mitigate risk allow, gives us the flexibility to offer richer benefits to our customers. Apart from data and the modeling techniques, I'd say talent probably comes to top of mind as well. I think none of this would be possible without the people at American Express. We invest in highly qualified, often PhD data scientists, that people are intellectually curious. They're always looking for the next best thing. And frankly, I think these are people that just bring a strong will to win and just strive to be the world's best decision scientists. So if you take these three components, what we've done is we developed the world's largest machine learning fraud detection system, as I mentioned, 2014. At the time we deployed this, we saw an immediate reduction in fraud by 30%. We experiment with a range of solutions, We have invested in RNN and a range of other techniques. What I thought I'd share with you today is about self-learning neural network models. During the pandemic, what we saw was that there was a sudden shift in behavior from typical to online spend. And our models were able to actually react to it in near real time in order to be able to detect this behavior so that we can actually allow the spending to continue in a seamless fashion for our customers during this unusually difficult time.
0: No, that's really interesting that you bring that up because I think that consumer behavior can change very rapidly, and you want your banks and credit card companies and your financial institutions to be able to react accordingly to that because you don't want your credit card declined. That's terrible and can get very frustrating, you know. So it's interesting to hear that they were able to react so fast. And also, you know, you brought up the human side as well of data and who works with the data, which is really interesting. And I know that that's going to be a focus on the panel that you're on for our data and AI conference, because a lot of people are starting to look at that human side as well, where it's, you know, it's not just the data itself, but it's who works with the data? Who's able to understand that data? How do you actually translate that into your business? So we're really looking forward to that. And listeners, we hope that you guys will attend. It's free to attend. So go to dataaiconf.com, dataaiconf.com to register for free today. I wanted to follow up though with this question. You know, how is artificial intelligence and machine learning being used for the overall customer experience at American Express? You talked about, you know, some of the human side with employees, but what about the human side with the overall customer experience as well?
2: Certainly. So what we're doing with machine learning is we are able to connect multiple touch points that the customer has with American Express and try and connect it all together in a fashion that allows us to deliver exceptional service. So let me try and illustrate that with an example. So we have many customers that will call us and request American Express to help them make their travel plans. And so very simplistically, you could have a customer flying from New York to California, Labor Day weekends around the corner, maybe they choose to make those travel plans with American Express. We'll be able to take that information and ingest that in our machine learning models, recognizing the time when the customer will be traveling anticipate what their travel needs may be. So, for example, the moment they land at the airport, they may need to use their car to take a luggage trolley out. When they reach the pavement, they may need to call an Uber. Subsequently, or if they're taking a rental car, they may need to buy gas. So there are a range of things that we're able to actually weave in in a sequential fashion within our models to anticipate what the customer would want and then try and deliver that in a seamless fashion. Because of our ability to do this, one of the outcomes that we have observed is our fraud rate at American Express is less than half of the other major networks. And we're able to actually ingest a lot of this information in real time and be able to actually, you know, use that intelligence that comes out of our models to deliver exceptional service. And this touches, you know, many other ways with our customers. So in the event fraud does happen, because fraudsters are going to be successful as well, they have to make a living, we try and alert our customers in real time. And so the machine learning models that actually detect this fraud as it's happening also enable real-time alerts to our customers. So many times we'll be able to enable spend, many times we'll be able to prevent the fraudulent spend, and oftentimes the fraudsters will get ahead of us, but we'll be able to alert our customers so that they can we can close the loop with them.
1: Yeah, I think that's really important. I mean, that's what customers want. I mean, when we think about customer experience, it's kind of interesting. We talk about it as this like field of study or something like that. But really what it comes down to is how is the customer experiencing the company and the brand and the products and are they satisfied, right? It's funny, you know, people have been going through all sorts of processes. We're all, we've all of our processes have changed. We're all working from home. You know, we're all experiencing changes to our lives and it, it's causing changes to everybody's operations. Everybody knows that, you know, people are working from home, right? And so things are going to change, but people still want to go about their business. They still want to go about their daily lives. And so even if you say like, well, you know, you have to be patient, this may, people are not going to be patient because a customer experience is not about making excuses, right? A customer's experience is giving the customers what they want. So I think that's really good insight. And I think that's what separates great companies who keep their customers and keep them coming back for more things from the other ones are the ones who provide a good customer experience, not always new bells and whistles, right, to do new things. So I think that's really great insight. And I think part of the reason why American Express has been around for so long and has continued to grow. So you guys have been using AI and machine learning now for well over half a decade, going back to 2014. I'm sure research even goes before that. So maybe you could share with our listeners, you know, what are some interesting or surprising insights that you might have about American Express's use of AI or machine learning and some of the experiences you've had today.
2: Yeah, let's start off by saying that every time I implemented a new version of the model, I thought I had the silver bullet and fraud's just going to decline in a big way for our customers. And the biggest surprise is it often doesn't. And partly because just as we as risk managers are trying to continue to innovate in the machine learning space, fraudster behavior is also constantly evolving, and they're also in a And, you know, it's kind of a, it's a more an example that I could share is, you know, at one point we had cards which didn't have chips on them. And so what would happen is, you know, cards would get compromised, fraud would happen. We introduced cards with chips. We thought, oh, wow, you know, we're going to be able to stop fraud from happening. But the behavior evolved to now where fraudsters are, spending more of their time, not just compromising the card, but compromising the identity. So they'll try and get information about the individual so that they can apply for a credit card, which has a chip embedded in it. So fraudster behavior, as it's constantly evolving, what it's forcing us to do is constantly look at our models and our solutions, identify the weaknesses, and try and glean out the ways that fraudsters are able to circumvent our controls and constantly enhance our solutions. So next month, we'll be deploying the 10th generation or the Gen X of our machine learning model. And so this is one of the models that I'm really looking forward to. It's going to be able to capture some of the real-time aspects of fraud in a way that we're doing so for the very first time.
0: That's awesome to hear. And I know that Amex customers will be very excited to hear that as well. It's really interesting to have this discussion, and so we are excited to continue it at our Data for AI conference as well. But I'd like to end this podcast on a question that we ask all of our guests. What do you believe the future of AI is in general and its application to organizations and beyond?
2: I think this is something it's an evolving space. Earlier, it was a nice to have. I think now it's become essential. Every company in for their respective set of customers and problems that they're trying to solve, AI is just going to become an essential commodity. You almost have to have it. In the financial services space, while our goal is to remove fraud from the financial industry as a whole, one of the things I do realize is that if American Express becomes really good at defending against fraudsters, They'll essentially just go to some of the other financial institutions. So the crime's not really getting removed from the system. But the only way that's going to happen is all of the financial institutions continue their investment in machine learning. The other, I guess, evolution that I kind of see is customers are expecting financial institutions to know more and more about them and be able to deliver service in a flawless fashion. And so without machine learning, it's just going to become so hard to be able to logically and seamlessly connect experiences across the different customer touch points and therefore preventing organizations from being able to deliver the service their customers have just come to expect. So for American Express, for more than 170 years, our company is about customer experience and our customers just expect us to be able to have their back and be able to provide the security that they expect from American Express. Uh, so I think it's just it, that's just the way the industry is going to evolve. You're going to have to innovate. Yeah, that's really good. And,
1: and for our listeners, by the way, we have a bonus episode. So we're going to be digging a little bit deeper into the use of AI machine learning specifically for fraud prevention and you know, spotting anomalous patterns and that sort of stuff. So I encourage you all. To listen to the bonus episode, we have just a couple questions for you on that. And if you're not currently an AI Today subscriber, uh, just go to ai.today.live, and you'll see all the bonus episodes. And you can register for free and just you know give your information there. And you can listen to the bonus episodes as well. But, but this is really very important. You know the stuff we're talking about, this trying to you know give people the experience they want, and trying to avoid fraud, and keeping everybody happy, and everything's a moving target, and the world is evolving. And <laughs> and at the same time, we know we've had other podcast, we'll definitely be addressing this at the conference where there's like this tension between wanting to use more data, as you just mentioned, Rajat, you know, to improve the customer experience, to personalize it more, to respond to, so that you're not, you know, just giving generic things to people who may be applicable, you know, generally, but not always specifically. People want that data used in that way. But the tension is that we also want to have mindful of security and privacy. We don't want data spreading. We don't want data getting into the wrong hands. Maybe we don't even necessarily always trust companies with our data. So it's a little bit of a tension between trying to get more from data and also trying to close it down. And that's sort of a a bit of, I think, a challenge for many organizations. I don't know if you have any thoughts about that sort of just as a last note here, but it's definitely something we're going to be looking at at the upcoming conference.
2: Yeah. So I think, When American Express is interacting with its customers, we want to be, you know, super transparent about what we're doing with their data. I've seen evolution in the biometric space and the use of biometrics for preventing fraud. Amex is also treading in that space, but we're trying to do it in a way that's, you know, super transparent to our customers. Mm -hmm. So we ask for consent. We make it very clear how the data is going to be used. And we want to do it in a way so that people feel almost, you know, happy to be about sharing their information with us. That's good. And, you know, we make it very clear that this is done for their security. And I think, you know, the moment that customers recognize that when we're asking for information, it's so that it's for their benefit. That's when I found that, you know, customers are, you know, once they understand what we're trying to do for them, that they're more than willing to volunteer the, the information. But, but the choice is ultimately the customers.
1: hmm well, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. We've enjoyed having you as a guest on the podcast. And as mentioned, we have a couple of bonus episodes. So we encourage our listeners to tune into that. So thank you so much for joining us and participating with us here on AI Today. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. And listeners, as always, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please make sure to rate us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. We'll also post any articles and concepts discussed in the show notes, including a link to our bonus episode with Rajat and also a link to our Data for AI conference at dataaiconf.com. So thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you at the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at cognolitica.com.